This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to start your journey to financial freedom in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Is your wife doing the books? If so, is she trained on bookkeeping? Probably not a good idea if she isn't. I've seen husbands and wives fight over the books and in some sad cases get divorced because of the insistence that the wife keep the books who gets frustrated because she doesn't really know what she's doing. So what's the solution? Sometimes an outsider who understands rapidly growing companies. My guest today, Katina Peters, is one of the people who could help you. Katina, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. Glad to be here. Oh, my pleasure. You know, it's funny because I, I'm sure, how many messy books have you had to clean up? Um, every client I've ever started with, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's the normal process of growing your business, I think. So, yeah. Well, it, it's also a situation um, that they'll come to you, at least from what I'm seeing, is that we can't do this ourselves anymore. We're growing past our ability to make sure the numbers are right and we need outside help. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, that's a very typical part of the story. I mean, hopefully it comes from that place and where they're at least, you know, recognizing that and it's not gone beyond that into, oh, I'm being audited or, you know, some other potential problem that's a, a bigger issue. Um, but uh, also, it's also a much better idea if you can, they can just kind of be a little more proactive about it um, before maybe it gets to the point of being uh, problematic and overwhelming. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And I've seen lots of um, spouses or family members that are helping out with the books and it can get very, you know, stressful for them, especially like you said, a lot of times they're not trained in that. And Every, everyone thinks that bookkeeping is just easy, um, and it's not. <laughs> so um, it, it's easy for those that know how to do it and have been doing it for many years. Um, but there's quite a bit of a learning curve for people, and it can be very overwhelming and disconcerting um, and just cause a lot of stress in relationships and stuff like that, too. So Yeah, uh, the stress in relationships is really what gets it, I think, more than anything else. I mean, I had a, a – these and this company shall remain nameless, of course, and I'm sure you would – protect the innocence of your clients too. Um, Absolutely. Husband and wife are running a business together and you know, it's basically the situation over the books and everything else like that. And they end up in this nasty divorce. And for whatever reason, the wife had never had check signing authority. I don't remember what the reason was, but anyway, so she decided to get her husband and never paid payroll taxes for a year. Oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. He would be the responsible party with the check signing authority. So yeah, that would be a, a big concern. It, it was sure. nasty. She got him. She absolutely Man. got him. Um, yeah. But you know, this is what happens if, you know, books are books. We start, you know, most of us start our businesses to do what we do. We didn't go to school like you did for accounting and all that sort of fun stuff. We went to school to do our thing. And, right. And yeah. And and we hire you to do the bucks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, again, it's something, you know, obviously I'm not going to, you know, be my own builder and I don't have the expertise <laughs> to do that. Um, it's kind of the, the similar situation. It, it's not as tangible. So I think it's harder for people to kind of sometimes wrap their heads around it. But 
you know, there's a lot of implications in making sure that you've got good, clean books, fully reconciled out, that you're, you know, in compliance with all the things like you just brought up, the things that you should be in compliance with, payroll taxes, you know, filing your taxes at the end of the year. But there's also some, some also some planning future um, things that you want to do. You want to make sure that you're looking at your business and starting to plan to grow and looking ahead and, and good financial information and good metrics is how you can measure those things and how you can plan and make budgets and those kinds of things. So it's not just str strictly compliance related, but it's do you want your business to continue to grow and bloom? And if so, you got to put some plans around that. You've got to put some strategic strategic decisions around that. Um, and you have to have, you know, good financial information in order to do that. There's other things obviously that go into strategic planning, but financial information is one of the, you know, legs on the stool that you really need in order to make good decisions going forward. Right. And you help them like create cash flow budgets and cash flow projections, because that's what you need to be able to grow. Absolutely. Cash is the lifeblood of a business, right? So you need to have that. Um, you need to know what to expect going into making those decisions for expansion, hiring, et cetera. You know, what kind of cash flow are you looking forward to? Do you need bank loans? Do you need a line of credit, which we generally recommend anyway, that every business obtains a line of credit, whether they need it at the time or not, because it's when you need it that the bank would rather not give it to you typically. That's right. Um, they, so. they say no when you need it. When you don't need it, they say yes. Exactly. So, you know, it's just one of those, again, just just doing this. And like you said, this is the business that we're in. So we we just have these things that we lay out. We set up tax reserves. We set up operational reserves. So you have some buildup of cash and you know what to expect. And if there's going to be a down, downturn, you know, we help you look at that, forecast that and plan for how to deal with it if that's the situation. And how do you kind of, again, strategize around the cash and around the business to, you know, get through those times. Yeah, I mean, I think all of us learned a big lesson during COVID because everything shut down and it, yeah, those who had cash sure. made it. Yeah. And I think you saw yeah, that yep, too, those probably. Who had, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely hit certain industries um, really hard uh, for sure. And I definitely saw that those that had better strategic planning and you know had those cash reserves did much better they were able to pivot more quickly because they already had a plan in place but they were able to move to maybe like a plan b scenario they were able to stop and um when you already have a process in place that you're doing on a regular basis for strategic planning and financial planning around your business, then it's easy to, to kind of go back to that plan you set out maybe at the beginning of the year, if something drastic changed like COVID um, and say, okay, this is, this was our plan. This is not going to happen because X, Y, Z, what's plan B. And we can get there much more quickly because we've already got a process in place, right. That we've been utilizing over time. So it definitely helps you to pivot your business in situations, whether it's something major like COVID, or maybe it's a, a major customer or job that gets hung up for permitting or the government, you know, is holding things up. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen uh, there, but if you have that process in place where you're looking at things, you know, first at the beginning of the year to set out your plan, but then also monitoring that on a monthly and quarterly basis, then you can pivot it much more quickly and have all the financial data that you need to make those decisions. Yeah. I had a, somebody send me an email and say they lost their major cu customer who represented 55% of their business without cash. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. that's crazy, you know, that type yeah. of thing. 
Yep, that's a huge pivot point. But if again, if you have um, uh, those things in place where you know what your metrics are, you know what your people are, you know, when when you need to hire, when you can't retain those people, potentially, um, you know, there's lots of options, but you have, rather than just kind of shooting from the hip and, you know, guessing your best guess which sometimes can work too, um, you have much more data and information behind making those decisions and knowing that you're making the most um, informed decision for the business at that time. That's true. Before we take a break, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, how do they do that? Uh, they could visit our website, PJS cpas.com so it's like pjs like pajamas cpas.com and no we don't just work in our pajamas but uh, <laughs> but it's an easy way to kind of remember it <laughs> um and we also have our podcast cultivating business growth uh as well so they could also find us there very good we'll be right back thanks for listening to contractor sense are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month if not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Ruth Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Katina Peters, who is a CPA works with a lot of really rapidly growing businesses. And, you know, before the break, we started talking about probably the most important thing to have, which being cash. Right. So, you know, um, so when we, we started talking about cash flow and the, and the fact of putting together cash flow budgets and the, you really, and truly do that with your clients, especially for the ones who are growing very quickly. Correct. Yes. I mean, our primary focus is on growth businesses that are especially making that transition that we talked about earlier, kind of coming coming from being a small company and ready to make that next step into being a larger company. Um, that's one of our major focuses in, in that area, because there's a lot that we can do to help um, the business owner. Like you stated earlier, they're in business for what they're in business for. So we're there to help them be you know, financially savvy and to make good decisions going into the future and kind of to be that backbone for them. So part of that is forecasting for the business. It's forecasting for cash flow because those are actually two different things, right? So we have yeah. our our profit and loss, um, which is a little bit different as you know, if you have receivables and payables, um, those timings can work out differently on your cash flow projections than they do on your profit and loss projections. And those are both very important pieces to have the idea behind and making sure that you're planning your cash flow because yeah if you run your business out of cash you're just dead in the water right you don't have many other options unless you have a way to get a loan or you are a lot of times i know business owners will put their own money in which 
you know, is, is good that that's available, but it's also not a great position as a individual to, to be continually having to put your money in and prop the business up. You want to make sure that you can avoid having to, to loan money to the business as much as possible. Um, and, and again, just that stress that it can create, um, having to do things, um, and not have that expectation of what's going on and have a plan around it that can really keep you up at night when you're trying to make payroll every week or what have you. Um, and you don't have that all planned out ahead of time. Yeah, that's not fun. That's definitely not fun. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as you talk about it, it's the the cash and the receivables and payables are on your balance sheet and that needs a budget. And then your PL obviously is the profitability on your PL. And so you have to do both. You obviously have to be profitable in order to have cash, but the right. two are in, in, interconnected. And so I think what you're saying is that you look at both of them and we create a PL budget and we create a cash flow budget. Is that right? That is absolutely right. Yep. We look at the, the P&L budget. Like I said, we like to set out the year ahead of time and then we monitor it on a monthly basis and we create forecast adjustments. So things obviously, unfortunately, don't work out how we always plan them in life. Right. So we make the best plans and then we tweak them as we go. Um, and so we do that. And that's our kind of our PL budget that you're referring to there. And then on the cash flow side, we do both a short term and a long term cash flow plan um, with you. So we look at uh, the upcoming weeks and in a couple months forward to say, OK, what's our ins and outs going to look like? And obviously, the closer in time that it is, the more accurate it's going to be, the further out we go. It's probably going to be a little less accurate, right, because we're trying to use our crystal ball to see what the future is going to bring. Um, but we also make plans off that to the best of our ability. But then we have that, again, short term where we know, okay, in the next couple of months, because we have much better, closer information for those next couple of months, what does this look like? Are we going to need to borrow on our later credit for a time? Can we accelerate collections or billings on certain jobs? Um, or are we going to have a hang up on a on a job. So we need to fill in, can we fill in some smaller jobs to get, you know, things moving and to keep our cash flow going. So it, it all becomes like a feedback loop into the business, right? So we have a plan, we do the, the jobs that you guys are doing, and then we have our financials out of that, but we're able to feedback loop into that. So if we say, okay, this job's stalling out, so that's going to affect our net income, that's going to affect our cash flow, let's feed back into our pipeline, which is our jobs coming in. Can we go sell something to fill the gap that we are expecting to have in the next month or so? two months. Um, so it becomes really an integral part. So your financials, I know when you're first starting out, they're interesting, exciting, but they're mostly like a chore <laughs> for most people. They have to do it. They have to stay in compliance. They have to do their tax return, but they can be a great tool if we're using them correctly to feed back into the business and how to make the business stronger and grow faster. Right. And you and you and you said the bugaboo word of taxes because you right. still have to plan your taxes too on top of everything else. Right. Exactly. Yep. And we work with our our clients, whether we're the tax repairers or they have another tax repairer, we work both directions. Um, either works just fine. But the biggest thing, you know, tax returns and being in compliance and having it accurate is absolutely important. But the biggest thing is really the tax planning, like making sure that you're doing the best that you can to tax plan for yourself and your business and that you're also, you know, prepared for what that tax situation looks like. You're making estimated tax payments as necessary. 
you're saving. You know, like I talked about the tax reserve earlier, that's something that we work with you to establish what your tax reserve should look like and how to start funding that kind of like a little savings account once a month to build it up so you have that tax reserve in place so you're not hitting the end of the year or filing your tax return, owing a ton of money that you didn't know you were going to owe and you didn't plan for. Um, so you have those plans in place ahead of time, both from a tax planning perspective and a cash flow perspective. So you don't want to call a customer on the phone and say, oh, you owe $37,422 and they don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not fun conversations to have. And I, I'm lucky to say that I have not had those conversations <laughs> in a very long time and in a different, completely different setting. Um, and it's usually if somebody comes, you know, to us after the fact, it's um, unfortunate to have to have those conversations. But um, but we definitely want to be much more proactive about everything that we do um, from a tax planning perspective. And like I said, business planning, et cetera, we want to be, you know, ahead of things, not uh, looking at the past and not behind the gun on stuff. So that yeah. takes diligence. That takes um, a cadence. Like we've set a cadence with our clients to be meeting on a regular basis, depending on what level they're at. You know, it's at, at a minimum once a month, usually twice a month to even up to six to eight times a month. Um, so it just depends on where they're at and how much is going on in the business. But if you you know, you have to kind of force those things into your calendar. You have to pay attention to those things and have an advisor help you know what to pay attention to so that you're doing the planning process. Because otherwise you get caught up as a business owner in the things that you need to do to run the business, right? Um, so you you tend to not be able to maybe lift your head up as much and look at the business from a higher level. And that's what we kind of force in with our clients, you know, and that's of course what they need. Um, so it's for their good, right? It's kind of like the exercise coach making you do your exercises, right? Similar situation here. We want to force those things in for the better of the business and ultimately for the better of the owner because we're, you know, want to grow the business for the owner. And we also want to help them have that peace of mind um, get a calmer situation because in growth things can be crazy but just have that cadence in where we can kind of again proactively plan and, and when you have a plan a lot of your worries kind of calm down right <laughs> that's what we see in a lot of people um, even though plans aren't perfect and things are going to happen and things are going to come up um, but it definitely can help with the anxiety and the stress and the overwhelm to have that plan to know things are are under control and moving forward. Absolutely. So give us your website one more time. Sure. www.pjscpas.com. And like PJs, like pajamas and CPAs, plural. Um, so you can find us there. You can also find us at uh, Cultivating Business Growth Podcast that we put out as well. So we've got a lot of great information for business owners and growth and strategy, et cetera, there that they can find too. Very good. Katina, thanks so much for being with us. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been great to have this discussion with you. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.